The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Big Game Squares Contest. A $1,000 prize pool and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift cards for every bingo hit exclusively on the SGPN app. And if you're heading out to Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth Thursday, 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Hi, Joe Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 290. Going to go to a legend, Fedor Emelianenko. Hopefully, that was really was his last fight on the weekend. So, this is, goes out to him. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. Thanks for coming to the show. This is our non-UFC Monday episode, as per usual, except when Contender Series is on. Uh, we are going to recap all the, re, we call it regional, but I guess Bellator technically is not a regional uh, fight card, but we're going to break down the action from the weekend and we're going to look ahead to an LFA event, which is happening this week. We're big on LFA around these parts uh, as are our degens in these sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. So uh, we'll give you some LFA picks, uh, but I'm not going to give you the picks because uh, we have an LFA expert. Actually, we have a regional expert on our hands here. Uh, It's the one and only Gumby Vreeland. Hello. I, I usually would rebuff you calling me an expert, but this has been an exceptionally good year for non-UFC picks. I know it's February. I know yep. it's February, but it's been really good. Um, So let's – uh, you want me to do the, the quick little yeah. recap of that? Go yeah. Ahead. So let's start with uh, Friday. We had uh, PFL Challenger Series, and uh, true to form, they had a last-second replacement that uh, screwed up one of our picks uh, because apparently they – Despite only booking four fights for every single Challenger series, they just could not continue to get all eight of them there. Um, so we went three for three in the fights that actually happened. Michelle Montague uh, beat Shakita Amador Woods. She looked great in the grappling, uh, did her thing there, although she did have to defend a, a, what looked to be a pretty decent Dara's choke from Woods. Uh, Evelyn Martins beat up Jesslyn Michelle uh, and Amanda Leve uh, did work on Naranjal. Uh, Sendeish, which gave us a perfect 3-0. If you had put $100 on all those fights, you would be up 165.83, which is a pretty good night. Uh, And at the end of all of that, Amanda Leve was the one who got the contract, which uh, I sort of question. I thought they were probably going to go Montague, but maybe her being stuck in that submission for a little bit trended him away. Also, fun little piece of information I got after the fact, Amanda Leve, who I know as... You know, just like this amazing jujitsu fighter who has, you know, been on ADCC trials and, you know, she's got a win over Gabby Garcia back in the day. And like, she, you know, she's just like a very good grappler. I found out, guess where she decided to take up her MMA training? This this maybe would have changed her handicap entirely. Uh, your basement. Uh, Daniel Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. 
Oh, uh, you love Daniel Gracie. Yeah, so she is training at Team Daniel Gracie, which is the perfect spot for somebody with, like, good top game and good jiu-jitsu. So uh, nice to see her um, put it all together. And I'll be interested to see what she does in that season because I think she'll be pretty good in it. Um, and then we went on to Bellator, which is notoriously the thing I hate the most to do. And we went 3-1-1 one, one on Bellator, including hitting uh, a plus-105 underdog in Grant Neal. Um, once again, if you had bet uh, a hundred bucks on all of those fights, let's see, you would have walked with, where's my list? You would have walked with 109.52. Um, so if you played a hundred bucks on all eight of our plays this weekend, you're up over 250 bucks. Um, so the quick recap of those uh, in the first fight, we actually took the loss in the first fight. Alejandra Lara lost to Deanna of Saragova which I would sort of debate. That was a, a back and forth fight. And it seemed like Lara did all of the work and all of the damage, but they rewarded the position and volume of Avsaragova, um, which is kind of upsetting. Then uh, Grant Neal beat Carl Albrechtson. Uh, maybe the same thing there. Albrechtson maybe did more damage and, and Neil did the better positioning. So, you know, maybe the MMA gods giveth and taketh away. So we got plus 105 on, on Grant Neal. Then in the weirdest fight I've seen in a really long time, uh, Ali Isaev drew Steve Mowry. Uh, Isaev took him down, controlled him, beat the heck out of him in round one. In round two, Mowry should have gotten a stoppage. Anybody who has a Mowry ticket out there, I'm sorry. Uh, because he should have gotten a stoppage. There's no reason the ref did not stop that fight. Clear 10-8 round, maybe 10-7 round. And then for some reason, Isaev has enough gas in the tank to just do what he did in round one and round three. Um, so weird back and forth that winds up a rightful draw. Um, and then the two title fights. I feel like anybody who is picking anything but the champs in these title fights was picking based on their heart and not their heads. Uh, because Johnny Eblen is a great grappler and... Tokov is not. Uh, he's, again, one of those Russians who I think people only think he has takedown defense or takedowns because he's Russian. Um, and Ablin just, like, you know, absolutely took it to him. And then Ryan Bader did what you would expect Ryan Bader to do to a 46-year-old Fedor and Emelianenko. I uh, took him down and beat the hell out of him any way that he wanted to. So if you're picking Fedor and you bet on Fedor, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to watch that. But also, uh, you can't always just bet your legends. I mean, Jeff learned that a few weeks ago when he bet bet Shogun, remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. We, and Derek Lewis, perhaps. We, we got burned on. Is Derek Lewis a legend? Oh, for sure. He's not on the level of those two guys. But yes, he, he's a legend. He's a legend uh, nonetheless. So uh, a good weekend for picks for Gumby. And good news is you get to pick more Bellator later on this month, Gumby. They have another event if, if we choose to cover it. So Bellator 291 is going down from Dublin, February 25th. Oh, I- I think I saw that that's just a bad card. <laughs> Yaroslav Amosov is back from fighting oh, for his yeah. uh, native yeah, Ukraine, he, and he's going to fight Logan Sterling, who is the interim champ. That's the main fight on there. That's, that's you know, I love when when you've got uh, uh, title, because that's a title unification bout, right? Because right? Sterling won the interim championship. You've got a title unification bout, and... And one guy beat the other one just two fights ago. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that's a Bellator. good time. Good. Well done, Bellator. Yes. All right. Enough Bellator talk, right? Um, we're going to actually give you LFA picks. Uh, we enjoy LFA around these parts, as do our fans, it seems. Um, first, I got to tell you about WinBet once I call up the ad read that I closed for some reason. Uh, because WinBet is the official 
online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win. Ways to win, excuse me, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBets. Build your own bet. The plus, the big game is here on WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive your special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So you know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Plus, don't miss this, the SGP live show in Phoenix for the big game. If you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Gainsworth Thursday. 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. The show is free and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. All right. Our big game for this episode is LFA, who has uh, who are running again uh, this weekend. LFA 152 Valente versus Bakoev. 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 Bakoev, of course. It's going down Friday, the 10th of February. 9 p.m. Eastern UFC Fight Pass for the Grand Casino Hotel and Resort in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Ever been there, Dan? No, definitely not. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, 11 bouts. We're going to give you five of them. One of them did fall through. Um, so Gumby gave me a difficult one uh, to pronounce to uh, to lead it off with anyhow. So um, no odds here, but Gumby is pretty good at predicting odds. We're going to start off with Flyweights and Ho. I can say that name or on Ho. Versus Ankjarla Jargal Benzarak. <laughs> sure, I, I'm you not going to either. That's okay. I, I'm not going to. Yeah, I can't do this one either. That's there's a there's a lot of extra letters I skipped over there when I pronounced it. I, as well. I I as somebody who who is pretty good at, at saying um, names, yes. I do not know what an N K H J consonant blend <laughs> yes. does. Nor a GCH consonant blend does. Yep. Uh, th- those are not familiar to my my uh, my canon of of different uh, phonemes. Good. We will just go with what I say then. Bezarak, we'll talk about first, uh, even though there's a G in there for some reason. Uh, he's two and two, one knockout, one submission. So he's finished all of his wins. He got subbed in one of his losses. This is his LFA debut. He did lose his last fight via submission, but it was in the biggest promotion in the world, one FC. So no shame there. And on Ho, former uh, guest on Dan's Top Turtle MMA podcast, he's two and zero with two knockouts. Both his fights were in LFA. He's four years younger than Ben Zarak, and that's all the info I have on him. Gumby will will uh, fill in some blanks for us. Yeah, his his only uh, his only his last loss. You're right, was in um, one FC, right? Except for it was in Road to One FC, which is oh, like their even... their PFL Challenger Series kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. And it was to a guy who's one in one in his career with his only win being against him. Um, he's fought really low level competition here. And Zarak, yeah. um, he, he's just like not fought very good people. And, and Anho hasn't fought very much either. He's only two and zero. But what I can tell you is, is that Anho is the real deal on his feet. If you haven't gotten a chance to see his last knockout, he, he throws a head kick and it literally takes the guy he knocks out clean off of his feet. 
like the head kick hits him at like an upward angle and his feet come off the ground for a second as he goes to fall. He's just like a phenomenal kickboxer. Plus he trains it at the MMA lab. And I've been told he's got good enough takedown defense that you're going to have to strike with him. And, and like smartly enough too, they, they paired him with a guy here who, who has, you know, who has almost no grappling to speak of, you know, like I said, he just got submitted by a guy who uh, hasn't ever fought before. Um, so like Anho should be a pretty easy pick here. This is a, a slam dunk and I'm guessing massive favorite negative 400 or worse. All right. Minus 400 for Anho. Once we do have odds, um, we will surely discuss it in the sports slash discard. So Gumby can tell you if you should steer clear of a line, if it gets, too crazy. All right, what are we doing next? We're doing Phillips Idrisov, um, Brandon Phillips versus Magomed Idrisov, and this is up a weight class at bantamweight. Idrisov is seven and zero, two knockouts, two submissions. This, this is his LFA debut. Used to fight at down at flyweight and up at featherweight. He's four years younger than Phillips, and he's two inches taller. Phillips, pretty boy, Brandon Phillips, eight and five, two knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. Zero and two in LFA. He's lost two straight fights. Uh, before that, he won two straight fights. He's not fought since January of 2022. He's not won since September of 2019. He went 2-1 in Bellator, 0-1 in World Series of Fighting. Uh, he was a regional champion. Used to fight up at featherweight as well. 2011 Pro MMA debut. He also is a pro kickboxer and boxer. Over to you. Can I tell you one of the most frustrating things in the world is when you go to uh, do some research for a fight and and I think Magomed Adrisov, I, I that doesn't strike me as a name that's super common. Do you know there are three different professional fighters named Magomed Adrisov? <laughs> and one arguably more famous than this one. There was one who I saw has fought twice for PFL, was submitted by Steven Seeler, beat Herbert Burns in 1FC, fought Yvonne Butcher. So, like, that Magomed Adrisov, I kept getting videos for and then happened to be like, is this the wrong... Megamet, and it was the wrong Megamet Adrisov. I had to like find the one who has only fought for Octagon or Brave, not who has fought for 1FC or PFL. Um, but at the end of the day, I wound up getting all of that information on the correct Megamet Adrisov. And the thing I will say is he's got excellent wrestling, um, just sort of what you would expect from a guy named Megamet Adrisov. But not only is he really good at wrestling, but his his positional jujitsu is really great. Like he doesn't let people back up. He holds them down well. And even when he gets stuck on the feet for a little bit of time, he's got really nice kicks. Um, he throws a really good low kick and a really nice high kick. Um, he, he's sort of a pretty well-rounded dude. I, I think you're probably going to see him in the UFC pretty quickly. Um, and for Brandon Phillips, he fights long, like behind a, a good jab. So that might help him a little bit in defending this wrestling. But at the end of the day, he, he wound up spending a fight recently against Miles Johns, who was supposed to be in the co-main event of this fight card. He he spent that whole fight trying to get off of the cage. Like, Miles Johns just pressed him against the cage. He got taken down by Aaron McKenzie um, multiple times. That's If you're getting taken down and controlled by those two guys, Magomed Adrisov is going to have no problem. So um, I, I think this is a pretty clear spot for Adrisov, and I will say... Uh, again, big favorite, negative, probably not as big as on Ho, but like negative 300 or so. All right. Adrizov minus 300. Gumby is being very chalky so far. Let's see if things change as we move forward. Um, or we're going to have to swap nicknames. He can be Jeff Chalks Fox. Actually, uh, before we go into that, I'm going to tell you about some more free stuff we're giving away because we, we love to give away to you 
you fans, we have a big game squares contest coming up. SGPN is giving away a thousand dollars in their big game squares contest. It's completely free to enter. All you need to do is follow the sports gambling podcast on Spotify and give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win a free big game square. And if that's not enough, we got big game bingo. Uh, also make sure to sign up on the SGPN app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get a bingo, you'll get win a $50, $57 SGPN gift card. Only catches you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. Free to play exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, going up to the big boys now. Heavyweights. Demorio Dennis, Trevor Wallace. Three five-minute rounds. Wallace, unknown element is a nickname. That is an interesting one. I like it. <laughs> yep. Um. He's five and two Wallace uh, with five knockouts. So he's finished everybody and he's been finishing all of his losses. He's been knocked out once, submitted once one and two in LFA. Uh, so yeah, he's, so he's also gone one and two over his last three fights. He won his last fight via TKO and he's got a half an inch of reach uh, advantage over Dennis. Hopefully he takes advantage of that. Uh, Dennis nickname, super Demario, super Dennis or super. Demario. I guess super Demario. Dennis sounds better. He's seven. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a Mario pun, right? Oh, right. Super See, sometimes, Demario. Sometimes I don't get enough sleep, so I don't <laughs> catch these things, but yeah, super Demario is seven and five, four knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished everyone. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Oh, one in LFA. He's gone one and two over his last three as well, like Wallace, but he's won three of his last five. Won his last five via submission was a regional champ pro kickboxer and he's an inch taller than wallace yeah so he won his last fight uh like you said but that was in 2018 so he hasn't oh i missed that part yeah Yeah. no i mean like you don't have to tell me what his last fight is but i'm letting you know he ain't fought mma in five years because he's mostly been kickboxing um in the losses before that weirdly were to alex nicholson who wound up in the ufc and Dante mays um, and yeah. then he he fought in glory a bunch of times. He also fought Huggy Bear Barnett. Um, he lost to Huggy Bear, Dante Mays, and Alex Nicholson. So he hasn't so beaten King any Kong. Of so King Kong fought uh, Super Mario. Yeah, that's right. King I Kong mean Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Super Mario also. Uh, that's where yeah. Mario made his debut. But anyhow, sorry. That's right. Um, also, <laughs> it's fun to note that Trevor Wallace, uh, his nickname. Uh, I, I'm glad he changed it to Unknown Element because for a brief <laughs> amount of time. On the regional circuit, he was calling himself the right, was it right-footed crow cop or something like that? It was some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he's not. Um, okay, so that being <laughs> said, this is a kickboxing match. These are two heavyweights uh, who do not want this to go to the mat. Uh, Demorio Dennis, uh, like I said, he's been on the regional scene kickboxing for a really long time. If you've watched him, either in his MMA fights or in those kickboxing fights, the thing he likes to do is just kind of like plod forward and just let combinations go. And I will say this, he puts better combinations together than most heavyweights you'll see, um, but he's heavy on his feet. So his his defense kind of sucks. Trevor Wallace is much faster, much quicker. Both of them are terrible on the mat, but I don't see either of them going there. But the in and out movement and the speed, and I also think the cardio of Trevor Wallace is just going to be kind of the difference maker here. So even though he might do a little bit worse at putting combinations together, uh, I, I think the the speed and even if he's throwing one and done combinations here should be enough. Um, he's also got really good power, but like, yeah, you know, that's kind of saying that about a heavyweight seems like a cop out. So um, I like Trevor Wallace in this. I do think because of his record and his activity inside of uh, MMA and not just in kickboxing is going to be a favorite, but I won't say by much. I'm going to say like negative 125. 
All right, minus 125 for Wallace. It's the closest thing we've got to a dog so far. Uh, moving on, co-main event, Mandy Miro versus William Starks. Catchweight, 160-pound fight. Uh, Starks, soldier of Christ, 8-3, and three, two knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out once, 3-1 and one in LFA. He's gone 4-1 and one over his last five fights, including a TKO win in his last fight. He's fight at, or normally he fights either at lightweight or welterweight. So this is right in the middle there. He is seven years younger than Murrow, inch taller, three inches of reach. Uh, Murrow, the, Manny, the dragon Murrow, Murrow, not Murrow, Murrow. Uh, he's 13 to seven, two knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. This is his LFA debut. He's on four and one over his last five, including winning his last fight. He went four and one in Bellator. He's also got multiple regional championships on his mantle. And he usually fights at lightweight. Go ahead. Yeah. So you, you mentioned he was four and one in his last five. I, I think people are sleeping on Manny Murrow. Uh, I, I think he's going to come in here as a pretty big underdog. Uh, I'm going to say plus 225. I'm going to say a little bit more than two to one. Uh, and I'm going to pick him here against William Stark because if you look at his last four fights or five fights, even you look at his last five fights. He's fought good competition in those fights. He fought Nate Andrews, who's a guy who's been all over the regional scene in the Northeast and is pretty damn good. And he beat him by split decision. And I think he he won that fight. He beat Devin Powell, uh, who is in the UFC as well. Uh, you might remember him as the guy who Joe Lozon popped his testicle. Um, <laughs> you, you remember that? You, uh, that's you, a good thing to be remembered for. Yes. Yeah. And then before that, he beat Nick Newell, um, who, who is, you know, like been good uh not just as of late but like i mean nick newell's only other loss before that had been um he actually had two losses before that alex munoz on the contender series and justin gaethje um and now he also has a loss to manny murrow uh which is kind of crazy so um you know a really good run for him and the only loss is usman Nurmagomedov, who is now the champion of bellator and in that fight too i went back and watched it because i was like i wonder how bad he looked he didn't look bad. He looked like he could back up Usman Nurmagomedov a little bit on the feet. Usman eventually shoots that takedown. He he actually stuffs it for a little bit until he eventually gives it up and then winds up getting finished. But, like, he didn't do bad in the wrestling department. So, William Starks is a guy who who I think is going to want to wrestle a little bit here. Um, He kind of jumps into clinches without like protecting his face. I think just because he wants to wrestle so much, but like he fought Slava Claus back in the day and Slava stuffed a whole bunch of his takedowns. So like we, we know that that's a bad sign. Um, and he also just like is heavy on his legs, which means he's going to eat a lot of kicks. And I actually think Manny Murrow could, could make, uh, make a lot of hay with, with that strategy of kicking his legs. So yeah, give me Manny Murrow as like a kind of a big underdog here. Hopefully it is a big dog as uh, Gumby hopes. All right, Murrow is the pick. And then the main event, Renato Valente versus Azamat Bekoyev. Bekoyev? I can't remember what you told me it was. Bekoyev. Bekoyev. Do you know that for sure, Gumby? I don't, but that's usually how you say it. You put the emphasis <laughs> on true. the syllable right before the ev. Bekoyev, and this is a middleweight fight. Three five-minute rounds. Bekoyev, 14-3, five knockouts, eight submissions. He's been submitted one time. This is his LFA debut. He's won two straight fights, three of four, six of eight. He won his last fight via TKO. He's three years younger than Volante. Volante Indio is the nickname. He's nine and five, two knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Two and two in LFA. He's got a loss, win, loss, win. 
over the LFA portion. He won his last fight via TKO. Sorry, KO. Um, Oman and Bellator, multiple regional championships on his mantle. And uh, he has pro grappling experience as well. I'm a, so so this should be a, a really wide line here too. I, I'm guessing plus 350 in the favor of Volante. Uh, Bakoev is going to be a big favorite um, for, for multiple reasons. Number one, he's got a scary sounding name, right? He sounds like he's a Russian dude. And that always uh, props the lines up, especially on the regional card. He's also got a way better record, right? Indio is, is nine and five. That doesn't exactly inspire confidence here. But I'm going to go dog dog to close this Woo-hoo. card out. Uh, I, I think... I think Indio here, Volante, um, is got a lot of things that is going to cause problems for Bekoev. He fights with his hands really low. And the reason he does so is, first of all, because it generates more power. And then second of all, it sets up really good wrestling defense. Um, and, and I've seen him do well in the wrestling department with like, like he did well against Josh Fremd wrestling. So if he can do well against Josh Fremd, that's awesome. And... The the other thing is, is that when he does get taken down, he uses really good sweeps. Uh, when when Frem took him down, he like elevator sweeped him and and rolled it over. Now, the big worry is, is that when he gets tired, he's awful. In uh, the third round is really when Frem took over. Uh, it looked like Volante didn't have anything left in the, the tank. But early in the fight, he's got good knockout power. He could totally knock Bikoev out here. And with Bikoev... He he kind of goes in for for takedowns and he doesn't really care all that much about position. Um, so, like, I've seen him go in for like single legs that like kind of almost look like he's giving up the back. He, his, he does get like kind of swept kind of easily when he does go in for early takedowns. And I think if that's the case, he's going to find himself scrambling with Volante and wind up on the feet a lot here. So I actually think the odds of Volante hitting that big knockout early in this fight are worth taking a stab at if those odds are, like I said, I, I think plus 350 for Volante. Um, I, I just don't think Bokoev is good enough defensively or or good enough positionally offensively wrestling uh, to win this fight. Boy, Gummy's going out with a bang. Uh, hopefully he hits both these, and hopefully the odds are at least what he says they are. So we'll recap. Volante, a big underdog, hopefully. Miro, a big underdog, hopefully. And then he's got a slight favorite in Wallace. Maybe he's an underdog too. Who knows? Uh, then Idrisov should be a big favorite and Ho a big favorite, right? That sounds right to me. All right. So that's LFA in your ear holes for this weekend. We'll be back on Wednesday, UFC pay-per-view um, prelims. We'll break down all the prelim fights. And then Thursday, UFC pay-per-view main card. Uh, make sure you get in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Lots of fun in there. We had a bunch of sickos watching bellator prelims last night and post limbs uh, and talking about it which uh, you know we got some real sicko degens in there so uh join the fun twitter sgpn mma gumby runs that he's at gumby Breland. i'm a jeff fox writer i all our writing for various sports and everyone's writing and all our giveaways and all our discounts uh sports books and all the good stuff all their podcasts are at sportsgamblingpodcast.com gumby's other pod- podcast the top turtle mma podcast will Usually drops what midweek we say Wednesday usually is in everyone's ears, right? I think I, I think by Wednesday is the safest, but th- this one uh, I've got the interviews out of the way already, so maybe Tuesday for this one. 
Do you want to spill the beans? Yeah, we're talking to uh, Don Shanis, who's heading down to Australia um, for his his second fight. He, he notoriously took a very short notice uh, replacement fight against Sadiq Youssef for his debut, which is an insane thing to do. Yeah. Um, so we're talking to Don Shanis before he gets ready for his his second fight. And then we're talking to Blake Builder about to make his debut down under two. There you go. Um, so listen, Top Turtle and all my MMA writing. That's not on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It is on moneymma.substack.com. And get in there. Uh, at the very least, get a free subscription and enter the Pick'em Contest room for every UFC event. So um, that is it. Gumby's going to take us out of here. All right. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the unknown element, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday. <laughs>